because you know why? He's a Frankenstein's monster. Ugh, he's grotesque. <laughs> he's so grotesque. <laughs> this is part of the lore now, is that we have Frankenstein monsters fighting in the U.S. Army. Why well, is this always a challenge? It's always hunting season. And then when it's always hunting season. You know, Aunt Lily, there could be something to this buried treasure story. Now, our history professor says that there were pirates in this area. Oh, I don't know, Marilyn. <laughs> Finding buried treasure and pirates' gold. Things like that just don't happen to normal, everyday families like us. <laughs> Grandpa and Uncle Herman did find a map, and it looked authentic. Your Uncle Herman just isn't the lucky type. Like that time a few years ago, we won those cruise tickets on the Titanic. At the last minute, he couldn't get time off from work. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to another amazing, one-of-a-kind, genre-defining uh, fool's gold episode of <laughs> The Monster Hunters, the only show that dares to shun. Uh, boy, what are we? we're down to like shunning everything like atoms molecules atoms molecules anything within this realm of existence except for a 60 year old sitcom about a frankenstein's monster and his grotesque family my name is derek and i'm a monster hunter joining me at the monster headed sectional of monsterism is the one and only shun dmc himself keith hey hey what's up kg aka shun dmc monster hunter extraordinaire and uh i'm just I'm just looking into a vast nothingness. <laughs> just a, a since, since I yeah, avoid. since I turned off the uh, the monsters DVD, uh, I came down here record just a void of everything else, like, <laughs> shunning all other things. Just a pitch black room, painted all black. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just nothingness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Could couldn't even watch pitch black earlier today on uh, oh, on Netflix because I, I there's just nothing. Yeah, no. you can't. Yeah, Sean. Um, the other voice you're hearing is coming from a face that's emerging from between the couch cushions. <laughs> <laughs> it is the one and only Dr. Dre of Kansas, Terry. Well, you know, I heard there might be some buried treasure down here. So I've been, <laughs> I've been digging around trying to find some goodies. Uh, uh, no luck yet. I found some used chewing gum. So that's nice. Oh, nice. Used so chewing gum. Who's putting mm-hmm. chewing gum in the couch? Gross. Uh, I couldn't tell you without doing some intensive dna testing man i've decided to shun all that so i can't i can't yeah well i'll set up a a gum detecting booby trap and see which oh excellent I mm. yeah <laughs> speaking excellent. of boobies uh <laughs> here oh. we are <laughs> for another uh, uh, us <laughs> uh, how you guys doing <laughs> <laughs> well yeah, keith don't spoil my joke <laughs> How you guys doing? <laughs> wow. Oh, fairly well. Fairly well. You know, just debating with always, as always, with the moral con- quandaries of like, do I shun the oxygen that I breathe? Do oh, I shun, yes. you know, the sunlight that hits my skin? Like, at what point is it just impossible to, to shun? Um, but that's just the life we've chosen to live, you know? We're kind of living that like philosophical monk life. I'm like a. The philosophical monk like tony shalhoub monk <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> yeah yeah just like that i was just gonna say that like um i've developed some it's not like uh photosynthesis but i bring i i 
like inhale shunning and I exhale oxygen. So I'm actually doing like, the world a favor. I'm like a tree. Oh, man. You're wow. saving, you're going to save this planet. Aren't, that's yes. what we're going to do, right? Yeah. Yep. We're going green. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I just tried like melting Herman. down all my Munsters discs and breathing that in as oxygen and that didn't work out oh, too good. Yeah. No, you got that. You got to get IV and mainline that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Liquid form. Mm, there mm-hmm. you go. Yeah. How about you, Keith? How are you doing? I'm good. I have not been uh, shunning the sun. I'm well. I get well from the like mm. sleeve down. Uh, <laughs> I am very uh, hot and burnt today after being out in the sun all day yesterday. So, oh, well, they'll learn you. Yeah, except except my legs. They they really don't get dark. Like everything mm. else darkens up and gets red. And my legs do not. However, I did see a guy yesterday. Um, he, it's got to be like a tanning booth or spray tan because his. He was wearing sandals, and his feet were perfectly tanned. Like all the way, no tan lines? Yeah, there were no tan lines, and it didn't look like a natural color. Well, there you go. I'm I'm, I'm glad you got to witness that. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Terry just meant, ter- Terry, Terry mentioned that he was shunning uh, sunlight and all. So I, I know, just, but yeah. this other it, guy. It, it, it reminded me of that. So Oh, that guy was not shunning, especially on his feet. Yeah. No. <laughs> What's yeah. he walking around on his hands? What were you doing staring at his feet for? He was wearing flip flops, so when he walked up, I just happened to look down oh, yeah. and, and notice his feet, and I was like, "Oh, that's weird." I mean, yeah, <laughs> who could resist? And, and I, I didn't call him out on it. Yeah, <laughs> what <laughs> great feet you got there, man! Oh, yeah. no, no, it tan, wasn't like it, it wasn't. It, it wasn't like great feet. I was like creeped out by it. I'm like, those are creepy feet, sir. Mm. Yeah, like it, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very odd, you know. But yeah, anyway, did you call him Tootsies? Oh yeah, there. Just yeah. Passing, excuse me, tits, and then he kept going. <laughs> no, the, the toes. Look at those tan tootsies. Yeah. Oh, Keith. Yeah. Oh, hey, but awful. yeah. Now I will say though, like I get, I get very, uh, very tan or burnt on my arms and my neck and everything. I had to wear like a little bandana thing on my head to keep the bald spot from getting too burnt. But my mm. legs do not tan. Weird. I I don't know why. Like they barely like any color. And my wife said, "Well, that's." Because they're in a little bit of extra shade, usually. Oh, yeah. Oh, ouch. Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe you need to start walking around on your start hands. shunning your wife. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I, I did it today to watch this uh, to watch this show here. Well, well, learner, boy, you're just all sorts of lessons just floating around today. Let's talk about this season two, episode fourteen, "The Treasure of Mockingbird Heights." And to get this whole kitten caboodle kicked off, Terry reclined because Keith's going to saunter up to that uh, mantle and pull off that dusty ass book and blow on oh, it. God. Uh, the cloud is blocking the the big screen TV where we um, were uh, trying to trying to watch. You know, uh, uh, was it uh, from dusk till dawn in some hike? And yeah, <laughs> Ooh. oh yeah, Man. yep. The only yeah, um, God, the, you know the that you movie. Uh, I can't think so, of any others. Hmm. Quentin Tarantino. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, renowned uh, foot lover, right? We're back on the feet thing. <laughs> oh, okay. Sweet. Yeah. Writes himself into a movie where he gets to drink champagne off Selma Hayek's feet. Very interesting. I might yes. Say. Mm-hmm. The guy, the guy's kind of, when, you know, when I was younger, I was like, oh man, he makes great movies. Now I'm older. The dude's creepy as hell. 
<laughs> still guy. makes great still makes great movies but he's creepy as hell yeah it's, yeah it's just like come on man he's a strange man yeah yeah uh anyway recline because keith's gonna regale us with tales of numbers and and life paths and and birthdays from this week's uh monster hunters almanac volume two psalm of the week all right. Well, this episode came out I on. Did a little bebop there. You did. Scat and skip, 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 skip the doodles. Yeah. Well, that's why I paused for a second. I was making sure you <laughs> about to press the reset button on your back there, Derek. That's how you glitched. <laughs> Please do that. Yeah. Spilled yeah, water on me. Yeah. Just give it a little hit. Yep. All right. Uh, December 23rd, 1965. You guessed it. It was a Thursday. 357th day of the year in 1965, the 51st Thursday of that year. Wow. Now, there are about 201 days uh, from our recording time until this episode will be officially 58 years old. That is uh, about 20,983 days that's been around so far. It's a lot of days. Uh, if you, of days. If, if this episode were a dog, maybe say like a, uh, <laughs> Wait, oh, okay. a, 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 Bel- a Belgian, uh, Malinois, M A L I N O I S. Why do you choose a dog that you know you can say? Because that's not what they give me on this. Uh, was born on the same date as you. It would be a 310 year old dog. I do believe the oldest dog in the world. Uh, last week celebrated its 31st birthday. Dang. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, so 31st human year, yes, 365 yes. days revolve. Okay. So how old yeah, is that in 30, dog? 30, um, well, uh, let's see here. So uh, this dog right now would be, if a dog were this episode, it would mm-hmm. be 310 dog years old. Um, so it's okay. about 15 years in its first year. And then depending on yeah. breed and size, uh, for a dog like this Belgian Melanoise, when it reaches age six, it'd be about 45 years old wow. uh, in human. And then it's about five to six years for every human year after that. Um, so uh, this old dog in dog years that is old yep can't teach yeah. old dog new tricks couldn't no. get him to record a podcast no probably not he won't let up that beautiful bean footage either yeah saucy sheriff going mm-hmm. yeah so um but that's uh that's that uh we have some news uh not necessarily from 1965 but on december 23rd in 1823 a visit from saint nicholas aka the night before christmas uh was published anonymously <laughs> Anonymous. Oh. Whoa. I yeah. know that. Interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like the Green Knight. <laughs> or like the guys <laughs> in the 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 guy fox masks. Yeah. Did you oh yeah. <laughs> Anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> you might have wrote that. That's for yeah. all I know. Uh and then in nineteen seventy-two, sixteen survivors of the Andes flight disaster are rescued after seventy-three days. Uh they survived via cannibalism. Yes. Oh. Do you believe the movie Alive? That's uh, based that is on the that? one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the number one song in 1965, uh, December 23rd, 1965, was Over and Over by the Dave Clark Five. I don't know that song. Either wow. do I. Usually I know the songs when you see them. Mm-hmm. I was hoping you were going to chime in with uh, singing the tune, but. Oh, well, well, usually I can. I don't know yeah. this one. Terry, do you know this one? Nope. Never heard of the, the band or the song. Hmm. Okay. Well, birthdays, regardless of year, uh, on <clears throat> December 23rd, in 1929, Chet Baker, a trumpet player, yep. 
and singer. Also, Dick Weber, Bowler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is that him or is it Dick Weber Jr. that did that one? Uh, I don't remember. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of a different famous bowler. Uh, in 1946, Susan, Susan Lucci from All My Children fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was on a show from 1970 until 2011. Uh, apparently, she's in 1,631 episodes. All my Jeez. children had all my children had ten thousand seven hundred twelve <laughs> episodes, uh, and that's before it went to uh, streaming for like one year. After that, uh, they bounced it over to mm. one of the, uh, over to Hulu for a year. Mm. Yeah. Direct to Hulu. Now, interesting. Now uh, she was a nominee for the Daytime Emmy for Outstanding Actress in a Daytime Drama in 1978, 93, 95, 96, 97, 98. So 18 times in a row before she finally won in 1999. Did she win one in 99? I can't yeah. remember if she ever did or not. The Looch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she was nominated two more times in 2001, 2002. So she only got it once out of all those times. Out yeah. of 21 times she was Dang. nominated. She won once. Yeah. Uh, in 1963, Jim Harbaugh. 1964, Eddie Vedder. Mm-hmm. In 1971, Corey Haim. Okay. And uh, in 1983, Hanley Ramirez. That one's for you there, Derek. Hanley Ramirez, the baseball player? Yeah. He played okay. for Sox, right? No, I don't think so. Think I'm the wrong Ramirez? guy. <laughs> no. I don't know. Maybe the Red Sox. Ah, who knows? Well, either way. Um, look, the Marlins, uh, for sure. You know, one thing I definitely know, I didn't talk about any of those last week. So now oh, uh, on December 23rd, you can celebrate uh, this episode's uh, 58th uh, anniversary or birthdays with any of your friends uh, by celebrating Festivus. Mm-hmm. Festivus. Yeah, okay. the official. Uh, the rest of us. Yeah, yeah for the official uh, fake Seinfeld holiday. Oh, um, okay, okay. That, I knew it has its own day. I didn't know there was an actual day for it. I guess I just knew sometime in December. Also, it is National Christmas Movie Marathon Day. Oh God, nothing wrong with that. Uh, you don't like Christmas movies, Harry? Eh, not really. I mean, I like Krampus. That's a good one. You know. Um, well, I mean, that could be later in the evening. I'm sure. Oh yeah, Green Knight technically takes place on Christmas, so I like that one. Mm-hmm. That's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I guess I have a few that I like. Um, what else? Yeah, you know, Christmas Story is fine. I've seen that too many times, though. Uh, and then uh, while you're watching those movies, uh, you can uh, have a tasty snack because it is National Pfeffernus Day. Pfeffernus? Sure. P-F-E-F-F-E-R-N-U-S-S-E. What is that? A day dedicated to the tasty cookie called Pfeffernus. Plural is Pfeffernus. It, they just threw an e at the end of it is it like a powdered sugar cookie? Uh, a spicy delicacy that's believed to originate in germany also very popular in denmark and the netherlands it's a holiday treat that has been an integral part of yuletide celebrations like saint nicholas day and christmas i don't know whether yuletide celebrations there are um but yeah uh, you can make your own and enjoy the tasty delicacy with friends and family i've never had one they look good though kind of gingerbread-esque yeah Mm-hmm. Keith is um has the confidence to just throw words out there he doesn't he has no idea for what you know what too- I look well no but but I said them correctly 
Oh, you could totally like. But then I double check with you guys and I make sure that I'm pronouncing it right. I'm you can lob yourself all the gimmies. You, you don't have to do the hard stuff. <laughs> You'd be like, I don't know that word. Let's go to something else. <laughs> like, I've never heard that word either. And it, it jumped out at me because of that. But I just don't. Uh, so, Pfeffernus, and then the plural is just putting an E at the end of it. I don't. What does it? How does that change? I, I don't speak German. Yeah, Pfeffernusse. I guess I don't. Anyway. Um, if uh, another thing while you're making those and enjoying those and hanging out, you can also talk about how 12, 23, and 60, 1965 have a life path number of 11. Mm. Oh, this is one of the prime ones, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it's a uh, master number. Master number. We haven't had yeah. one of these yet. No, it represents intuition, idealism, and invention. Oh, you have the potential to be a source of inspiration and illumination <laughs> for people. I thought you were gonna um, say sorcerer. No. <laughs> Uh, a source for inspiration and illumination for people. Uh, you know, maybe like you know, you can light light a candle. Never stops. Whatever that saying was, which oh, you expect doesn't lose anything from lighting others oh. up. There we go. Thanks. Because I never other cool. I never had the cool like sayings I'd never heard before. Never know yep. who. <clears throat> and to wrap up uh, the volume two of this week, Butch Patrick. He was. Uh, he has a life path number of one. One hell of a dude. A yeah. life path number of one. Yeah, that's another that's prize. Uh, he is. Uh, he, he, those with a life path number of one are on a lifelong mission to exert <laughs> their independence and step mm. into their personal power. They carry a natural era of authority as a leader. Would like to be the first to try something new. A strong desire for manifestation keeps them moving and improving. Uh, they're born to act quickly and have no problem changing course and starting down a new path. A secret fear of failure makes them ultra-driven in every endeavor they pursue. Wow, I think it's the first one that's mentioned a secret fear before. So yeah, yeah. Revealing so, the weakness of the life path number one. Uh, this is the first one that doesn't sound like every other one. So Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they so they wrote this coming. one, and then maybe like two is also probably something original. And then after a while, they're like, "Yeah, two. just say the same thing over and over." Yeah. <laughs> Nobody will notice after a while. No, but, no, um, no. Let me uh, let me toss the book back up there, and then uh, I'll, I'll hop in my chair and recline. We can head on down. All right, gents, recline because we're going to slowly descend. Here comes the robotic the hands. Yeah, or... there's the hands. Oh, it tickles! Ooh. Tickles, favorite part of the day. Um, we have our scuba suits on and we have arrived into the scuba X dome. <sighs> Naming right still TBD. Um, yep. maybe by got the a lot of, of big offers, though. We've gotten a, a lot, lot of big of huge offers. offers. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're playing hardball and we're pitting them yep. against each other in, mm-hmm. in a bidding war. Who knows what'll happen? My guess is mm-hmm. the scuba X dome will explode before we get the naming rights. So, <laughs> well. I'm still working out the quirks of this game, you know. There's some <laughs> yeah. issues, some of the gas leaks here. Yeah, say, there's, every time I come down here, it feels just like, man, just doesn't feel safe. That's why we hop in that <laughs> ship as fast as we can. Well, yeah. it's extreme. <laughs> it is <laughs> it's extreme. I, it, I was gonna say it's a lot of duct tape all over. I don't know. There is that as well. Yeah. Duct tape. Uh, there's just this would never, never pass like an inspection. That is not up to oh, code. Yeah, that's Maybe that's what's true. holding up the naming rights. I don't know. <laughs> mm. Well, I mean, we're, we are our own government body here, so that's it's true. up to our standard. It's, here, it's so. up to our code. You know what will happen? We'll get some like cryptocurrency to like uh, whatever. Mm. The, zippy coin, the, zip, the zippy coin, Skuma X Dome, and then they'll go <laughs> under and it won't matter anymore. Uh, oh, I, I thought you were going to say we would get somebody and then like it would blow up and all of a sudden they're like, oh. 
Well, then it'll no, blow up afterwards. Them anymore. Well, we'll get some garbage thing, crypto flip.com or something. Who knows? Mm-hmm. It doesn't Herman matter. coin. Yeah. Ferment coin? Herman, Herman coin. coin. Oh, Herman coin. I like yeah. that better than ferment coin. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's my second option. I've got, well, I'll stick with the first one. <laughs> I got ear problems. I guess I can't hear anybody say. All right. Well, Captain Terry's going to take us an additional 2.75 miles out into international waters so we can dive deep to the gates of hell. Deep. We're going to touch mm-hmm. the gates of hell. Look oh, yeah. here into Satan's eyes. Oh, and I guess I, if we're going to keep up with all the things I've said, I have to go make out with a demon while you guys talk. Yeah. Uh, whatever yeah, it is. I, you can make out the demon. I'll go get our mail. <laughs> get the yep. mail. I'll yep. yeah. have consensual tongue tackling, <laughs> tongue wrestling with a demon. Um, <laughs> tongue wrestling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's more of a yeah lovely it sounds more like a, a battle for our souls every time it is i i do so much for this world that they don't even, you know, even appreciate <laughs> tongue um, tackling was interesting uh, yeah that too it's just it's a lot of different things going on here uh anyway uh we're gonna do that for another edition of scuba x um so yeah this episode was directed by charles r rondo is that uh, new it's new. We've never oh, heard his yeah. name before. Oh, it's the uh, Ron, Rondu era. The Rondu <laughs> yeah. era has begun and it's ended. Um, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is the last time we have uh, seen him, but you know what? That's okay, probably. Uh, he did direct a lot of TV, some big shows like Batman, Mission Impossible, Love, American Style, mm. and of course, uh, Bigfoot and Wild Boy. Okay. I've heard of it, but I've heard don't, of it. Yeah, but I don't remember anything about it, but I do like it does sound familiar. Well, let me refresh your memory, because, of course, I was instantly <laughs> intrigued by Bigfoot and Wild Boy. Um, but it looks amazing. Yeah, it's like about an orphan who's raised out in the wild by a Sasquatch. Um, they team up, they fight evil, they stop pollution. It's like kind of the classic uh, superhero dynamic of the, the forest, you know, um, mm-hmm. I watched it's a, the it's a li- live action, right? Yep, yep, yep. I watched the the intro on YouTube, and it's it's pretty cool. It's got like classic, like some seventies, like funky music playing, and then a uh, Bigfoot comes running out of the trees, and he looks actually pretty good. I think like the makeup they did a really good job with this Bigfoot. We see him Wild Boy. He's like swinging from the trees, running around, jumping over obstacles. Uh, so uh, it looked cool. So I wanted to look for more. So I looked up like a there's like a compilation of like. Bigfoot Wild Boy's greatest moments. So I, oh I looked at that. <laughs> they have greatest moments. Well, yeah. So here's here. I only had like three moments. So I'll, I'll list them all for you. I was gonna say it's a very quick uh, video. Huh? <laughs> uh, and also, Bigfoot can talk. I've learned that from. This. Oh God, um, I love it. He he speaks in a very gruff caveman like voice. Mm-hmm. As he should. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, how else would he talk? I don't know. So one, one clip starts off with Bigfoot. He's pointing at something and he speaks to Wild Boy that I can't really understand what he says. He's like, Wild Boy. Rah, 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 rah. And Wild Boy nods. He's like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then Bigfoot m- takes a massive leap into the air and this crazy <laughs> sound effect plays in the background. Um, I don't know if it's like his battle cry or just like a cool sound effect for <laughs> style points. I don't know. So that was pretty cool. That's the end of the clip. Bigfoot leaping. I, um, I will say uh, when you start off the Bigfoot takes, a, takes a massive. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I figured it was dump. And then you said battle cry, and it kind of sounded like bowel cry when <laughs> the brain. 
bowel so, cry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yes. I mean, those parts of the show did not make the greatest hits, <laughs> but I'm sure there are plenty. <laughs> There's so many of them they had to make their own compilation. Man. Yeah, yeah. Bowel cry greatest yeah. moments. I, I think that's a uh, that's a new term for a very large fart. That's that bowel is. cry. Bowel yeah, cry. Mm. Yeah. Gross, mm. Keith. Oh. Uh, inappropriate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, it's going to use around my house quite a bit. <laughs> so the, the next clip that shows uh, is Bigfoot. He's speaking to Wild Boy. He's like, Wild Boy. Blah, 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 blah. I couldn't really understand what he was saying, but he points at something. Uh, Wild Boy nods, and then Bigfoot takes a giant leap into the skies, and a strange effect uh, plays in the background. Some sort of sound things like wow, 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 wow. So and then that clip ends. <laughs> so, <laughs> just him leaping is that the greatest thing so the final clip shows a uh, wild boy he's running through some trees you know he's looking very athletic and then it cuts to bigfoot he's bursting out of a pile of rocks uh, it looks like he got stuck in an avalanche or something i don't know it doesn't seem to slow him down because he takes an epic leap into the air and a sound effect going wow 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 plays in the background and he lands right next to wild boy and then it cuts those are the so. greatest moments <laughs> They're all jump related. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's all just Bigfoot leaping into the air and <laughs> sometimes oh, yeah. landing next to Wild Boy. Yeah. Are you first two, you know, starts pretty a classic. He's pointing and going, Wild Boy, blah, 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 blah. and then takes a leap. I mean, it seems like a great show. Uh, yeah, it does. But uh, this episode was written by George Tibbles, not to be confused with Doug Tibbles, who's in the legendary rock band Stone Coyotes. Um, I see, George, you know what. I I saw the Tibbles and I, I was like, is this our Tibbles or the other no. Tibbles? Other Tibbles. Yeah. Other yeah. Tibbles. Yeah, we don't claim this one. No, no, we don't. <laughs> uh George has only written one Munsters episode before this. Uh Munsters on the Move, where Herman gets the promotion and they have to like decide if they're gonna move to Buffalo. Man, this has that same sort of vibe to it. But it okay. does. It does. Very yeah, the classic George Tibble style. <laughs> Uh, this is also the last episode of the monsters that George Tibbles wrote. Yes. Which <laughs> is probably a good thing. Uh, though he did write monsters go home, the movie. So we'll probably have oh, to talk no. about it again. I bet you stuff in that. That's probably right. Ripped from this episode. Mm-hmm. I bet they have to go home to Buffalo and yeah, then mm-hmm. find, find very treasure underneath. Yeah. Yeah. That would not surprise me. Uh, no. He also wrote a TV movie for Adam's family, which uh, might make him a traitor in the eyes of some Munsters fans, but you know, <laughs> uh, it's basically just a Halloween special. Uh, he wrote a song for it, even what called a merry, sh- creepy Christmas. Wait, oops, uh, that's not, it doesn't say Christmas. A merry, sh- creepy Halloween is what it's called. Um, <laughs> I'll definitely leave the, the which music. is the Christmas of Transylvania. Yeah. Halloween. Yes, definitely exactly. leave the, uh, the songwriting to the other to the other Tibbles. Right. Well, well, let's not forget that we did mention last time we talked about George Tibbles that he did write the Woody Woodpecker theme song. So well, that's right. He he's got his own, you know, credit. Maybe not nearly as catchy as the Stone Coyotes, perhaps, but and uh, yeah, Merry sh- Creepy Halloween is weird. It's not very catchy either. It doesn't really fit the vibe of getting like excited for Halloween. Kind of reminds me of like those slow Christmas ballads you'll hear during the Christmas season. Kind of <laughs> somber and slow. Oh, yeah, kind of like that. Just <laughs> kind of strange. Like Halloween is supposed to, I, I think of it more as like fun, you know, like it's more of a yeah. party time of the year. 
at least for me i don't know and christmas like i mean you're supposed to celebrate but it can it's got a lot of mixed feelings you can have about christmas so it kind of makes sense to have more of a, a wide variety um so you know you'd think that it'd have more energy especially if it's adam's family because uh i, I would assume that they really love halloween i don't really know what their feelings yeah. are on it but they are spooky and halloween is spooky so you'd think they'd like it i don't know mm-hmm. but anyways that's enough about george tibbles hopefully second to last time we ever talked about him uh so for guest stars uh there's nobody we don't have any guest stars this week uh, yeah. holy cow you're a, right I found that very weird yeah there's i didn't nobody. think about it until yeah. just now yeah it's like this is like one of those really artsy monsters episodes where it's all one location it's in a house <laughs> um <laughs> they never leave as they opposed never to the other mainstream normie monsters yes. episodes where they have two locations those are blockbusters oh they went to the bank Jeez. So <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah this is this is what we like you know when they stick to one location it's very helpful to keep track mm-hmm. of everything all the complex plots and such um Though it does guest star the legacy of Sir Henry Morgan. Um, <laughs> so yeah. I figured I'd talk about him. So Henry Morgan lived from ninth, or from 1635 <laughs> to 1688. Uh, his early life is kind of a mystery. People kind of assume that he was like an apprentice to a cutlery, ma- cutlery maker or something. So other people think that he was uh. abducted and sold as a servant. He was like a pirate, allegedly, back in the day, but I apparently he was more of a buccaneer. He was like sponsored by England. He was actually like part of their navy. So he wasn't technically a pirate, but that was like kind of a weird unofficial thing. They like sent him out to do things. So I guess in a way he was a pirate. I don't know. Uh, but the uh, Captain Morgan rum is based off him, which oh, cool, I guess. Oops, yeah, there you go. Mm. Drink a lot of that back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big fan of, uh, well, the co- I don't like coconut, so that's a big issue with rum for me. Oh, no. Captain Morgan's is spiced rum. Is it? You're thinking oh. about Malibu rum. That's, that's what I'm thinking of. You're right. You're right. Okay. Maybe, well, maybe he's all right by me then. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> that that said, do. I think there is a coconut Captain Morgan, so. Mm, well, never mind. I hate him. Uh, <laughs> he did a lot of raiding and pillaging of Spanish settlements. Um, oh, boy. Like yeah. I said, the unofficial mm-hmm. support of England as mm-hmm. they were at war at the time. Uh, eventually he went on to capture Panama and burn it to the ground. But, uh, upon his return, he snuck away and ditched all his followers and took most of the loot for himself. Mm. So that is very piratey, I suppose. Um, yeah, yeah, indeed. Fortunately, uh, the destruction of Panama happened after peace had been made between England and Spain. So he was arrested and taken back to London. But it all ended up working out just fine because King Charles knighted him and made him deputy governor of Jamaica, where he lived out the rest of his days as a wealthy plantation owner. So, oh, yeah. well, that's Captain <laughs> yeah. Morgan. Good for him, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It all worked out. Uh, one of his crew wrote a book about him. And it, apparently, so this is like they made him sound like a really like bloodthirsty, crazy guy, you know, kind of what people would assume a pirate would be like. Mm hmm. Um, I guess that's not totally true, though. He did burn Panama to the ground, so I don't know. Um, he was technically not even a pirate. Like I said, a buccaneer is what he really was. And uh, he but he did like file a lawsuit against the guy who wrote that book and he won for libel. <laughs> he filed a lawsuit. huh? Yeah. Libel was done to him from the book. Uh, apparently. As every great pirate does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <right. laughs> every pirate. Yeah. They yeah. sue. Yeah. Use the courts to their advantage. But, yeah. 
that's a little bit of a, a f- some fun facts about old Henry Morgan, Sir Henry Morgan. He wasn't knighted after all. I had to look it up. What's the difference between a pirate and a buccaneer? Buccaneers are usually distinguished from privateers because they rarely had valid commissions. Uh, the buccaneer was a pirate or privateer operating in the Caribbean during the late 17th century. But before, you know, we're not buccaneers. We're, we are official, you know, we're part of the, uh, the cove compound, whatever you want to call it. Um, mm-hmm. the Munsters, hunters, compounds, uh, allegiance, alliance. I don't know. But I'm sure there's a cool name we could come up with, but we'll think of it later as we, you know, make somewhat haste towards the surface. I don't want to push the inches too hard this week, you know, because safety first and all that, but we, uh, we want to get up there so we can get to talking. So I'm always cool with a nice, calm, you know, no. easy, easy way to do it. Steady Carrie, pace. You say somewhat haste. Yep. Somewhat haste this week. Uh, well, I went full bore haste because oh. I... In, in the spirit of this episode, I had a, uh, a cannon installed on the skooma. Oh, oh okay. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, right next to it's like a pirate's, uh, and I brought down a parrot with me. And oh, I crawled into those. that cannon, and I told the parrot to light the fuse, and the parrot <laughs> lit the fuse. <laughs> and I cannonballed myself wow. all the way back up uh, to the surface and back to Skumax <laughs> Dome. There was nothing. Uh, what was the term you used? Uh, haste, moderate haste. Oh, paste. Yeah, haste. yeah. There is nothing about it. It was hasty, but there's nothing like in moderately. It was like somewhat so, hasty, so fast, <laughs> fully haste. cut through that water. Uh, every every day before uh, we record, I make sure I remove all body hair from myself <laughs> to make myself <laughs> as sleek and smooth to cut through mm-hmm. the water as possible. Water yourself up, you know. Yeah, yeah, and. I, and I've been up here for a while waiting oh, for y'all. Oh, yeah, so. now, now, great. Now me and Keith are stuck here awkwardly sitting next to this parrot that you never introduced us to. <laughs> yeah, looking at each other, giving us glances, you know. Yeah. Uh, how was your day? What's he your doesn't talk again? either. I had his oh. cord removed because he was so obnoxious. We could just leave him down here. No, make sure he comes back. He He's really good wow. at eating spiders. So, oh, oh okay. God, yeah. yeah. Well, I definitely keep <laughs> yeah. him. All right. Yeah, at least he's got a purpose. Yeah. Just Speaking like us. spiders. Mm-hmm. I have a new uh, prime rib dish for y'all to enjoy. Oh. <laughs> it's not a spider. Well, it's in the shape Ooh. of a spider. I've, I've been getting, I'm running out of things to do with prime ribs. So, you know how you watch those like uh, great American cake offs or like, yeah. summer bake or whatever they have, you mm-hmm. know, on Food Network. And they always have an episode where it's like, make a cake that looks like something else that's not a cake. So when we cut it open, it's like, oh, it's cake. Well, I have a big spider prime rib. <laughs> I made a big hairy spider out of prime rib. It oh, it's like hairy. A tarantula. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Oh, God, yeah. I, it, so you'll be delighted to know that I shaved a bunch of coconuts for the hair. And, oh, uh, <laughs> I, um, yeah. <laughs> Man, okay. Mm, delighted. Yes. The, the outside of the prime rib spider is covered in coconut fuzz and the the inside i uh, well, had to use all parts of the coconut so the shells oh. in there too would make the fangs and <laughs> and uh i don't the, want that bit yeah the white meat <laughs> is there to it looks like the web coming out of the prime ribs butt and uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah i mean it's wow. yeah, there's a lot going on here um i got a little rushed i only had five hours to make it um <laughs> 
That doesn't and seem like enough time to make no, this a giant No, I really spider. hope the judges appreciate all the work that the detail I did. The, you know, I did a lot of airbrushing uh, <laughs> to make to make this primered spider. What'd you brush it with? Uh, uh, paint, edible paint. Oh, oh yeah, edible yeah. paint. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. So to give it texture. And, so, so you said this is one of those shows where, like, you make something and then people <laughs> can't tell if it's cake or not. So. It's, when we, like cut this, when we cut this open, is it going to be prime rib? It's going to be cake? prime rib. It's going to be perfectly cooked, medium rare prime rib. You're going to cut it open and be like, oh, it's oh, so okay, it. But nice. it looks yeah. exactly like a giant looks living just spider. just like a giant yeah. spider. The, you can't tell the difference until you cut into it. No. Nice. That's nice. disturbing. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so once you guys get up here, we'll cut into that spider. Bleed uh, I can't, can't wait. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That yeah. parrot's going to be going to town on that thing if it's going to hunt spiders. Yeah, <laughs> parents, their parents in for a rude awakening because it's beef. No, that's gonna be so disappointing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's really in for throw the kill. And yeah, if it's just prime rib, I don't care. I would also think because it's huge, this thing weighs like 18 pounds. You would think that, it, like, if you're a parent, that <laughs> 18 pounds, you would think if you're a parent that eats normal <laughs> spiders, if you saw a giant spider, I don't know <laughs> if you would go after it. That's true. Your instincts would be like, yeah, would you? Because if the, all you know in life is to kill spiders, but the only spiders you've seen are smaller than you, when you yes. finally see one that's bigger, oh yeah, do the instincts like betray you and you just go for it and die, or do you just wait? <laughs> oh, or you get lucky and it's just meat. <laughs> <laughs> I got lucky this Eight, time. <laughs> Eighteen pounds of it. <laughs> one giant spider. It's huge. I I'm, you guys are gonna love it. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Let's no longer be moderate and and, and everything. Let's get yeah, up to the I'm kind of honestly, I'm a, I was a little turned off by coconut, but I'm very excited to see this yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Just to see what the parents. It's really exciting. Uh, so hopefully, when we wheel it out for the judges, they're gonna be like, "Whoa!" As long as not like one of those, uh, uh, like uh, nailed it on on the. No, no, this thing yeah. looks like a spider. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, I'll oh, post good. pictures yeah, on Instagram. That's how awesome yeah. it is. Wow, and you're oh, good, yeah, exactly. People are gonna love this thing, and also, I'm, I'm glad that you're hosting these uh, these competitions on our cove now. You know, I got all these in. pilot ideas that I'm, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Derek, Derek turned half the man cove into like a little studio with like you know, audience stands and everything, yeah. So, this one was called Meat Posters, so it's like imposter meat, meat. Posters. Oh. yeah. Oh, I like that. But you know, when you look at it, it looks like meat posters, and you're just like, "No, well, I gotta think of a better name." But it's a work in progress. Yeah, we'll get a committee yeah. of writers on this. Meat, meat posers, meat posers. Yeah, it's it be something, right? Mm-hmm. But because if you do it one way, it sounds like, "Oh, this is fake meat." Mm-hmm. No, this is meat. Meet the that meat. Looks like something mm-hmm. else. Yeah. Are you also working on a on a dating show? Uh, surrounding prime rib called meat cute yes oh meat yeah it's like well, well you have, have to that, figure yeah. out the side is this your date or is this the prime rib that looks like <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you have to ask like the right questions because you can't <laughs> see who's behind the curtain sorry i just got my kid just peering around the corner scared the crap out of me <laughs> oh yeah that would be startling almost as startling as a life-size well Lord, bigger than Lord, life-size meat spider yeah yeah hmm. I mean, at that yeah. point, isn't all spiders? Are spiders made of meat? I guess they are. I no. guess they are. Spider meat. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. Spider oh, meat. Never been big enough to try meat. and eat them. Yeah. I've never eaten a spider mm-hmm. that wasn't made out of prime rib. 
because uh, yeah, just I like don't the, plan on it. Just like the Great British Bake Off, I had to like practice all week to make sure that. <laughs> See, do you like do how many prime ribs I went through to get to this right? Oh, <laughs> eighteen pounds in here. Yeah, well, eighteen pounds at a time. Woo. Yep, uh, I only finished it once, and it was today. So, phew. all right, here we go. We're here to talk about season two, episode fourteen, "The Treasure of Mockingbird Heights." As Keith mentioned this zombie came out December twenty third, nineteen sixty five, which is two days before Christmas. You didn't mention that though, did you? That didn't seem important. Christmas no. time. Yes. Uh, the uh, synopses I have here is Herman and Grandpa discover a secret room with a message on the walls indicating buried pirate gold. Yeah, pretty much. That's it. Uh, it gets a 7.4 on IMDb. Wow. Well, About the, middle well, of the road for monsters, apparently. Yeah. Bottom middle, right? It's just like it's True. not quite seven point five, but it's not as bad as seven point two. We'll determine if it's lofty or not. <laughs> yeah, but sounds, that's like, sounds like you may have determined already. Oh, yeah, oh, oh. as we evil laugh. <laughs> <laughs> this one opens up with a stinger and some thunder rumbling, and then Lily comes down the stairs with an unlit candle. Uh, the power's been knocked out from the storm. Okay, Eddie's doing his homework in the dark, and she calls him a good boy. Uh, your father and grandfather are down in the basement looking for the fuse box. Hmm. Hope they find it in time for TV. They're doing one of Grandpa's favorite operations on Dr. Kildare tonight. Uh, Dr. Kildare Please. has come up before. Hasn't? Oh, has. Okay. Yep, that's why I didn't bother researching. Yep, I'm pretty sure it hmm. has. All right. Can we say, uh, look, God, I don't want to get too in the weeds and we're only in the first scene, but didn't last episode start with storms? In the um, power going uh, yeah, Grandpa was working the weather machine. That's right. It, that was not last episode. That's a couple episodes, episodes ago. ago. Yeah. Right. Why are they so concerned about the power being out? One, they're the monsters. They should like the power going out because of the storm. Two, it's dark. Great. Three, <sighs> They're looking for the fuse box. All right. Fade two. Grandpa and Herman in the basement looking for the fuse box. Have they Herman never is... used it before? Yes. They've lived there for how long? They don't know where the fuse box is. <laughs> what is going on? Herman is scared by a carving of a lizard on the wall. <laughs> this is so stupid. Like, where did this come from? And and I don't want to get too far ahead, but unlike when Grandpa was like working a weather machine that never paid back off again, this at least you know they set it up to use something again very yes. very shortly down the line. Thank God! Just imagine the episode where this lizard was there, and then they don't ever talk about it. <laughs> they again. don't ever talk yeah. about it again. But he, he's like they're they're in the dark in the basement. Now, mind you, this is the basement where Grandpa spends what like ninety percent of his time. Oh, yeah. Probably, yeah. Yes. He knows this thing in inside now. They've lived there for how long? No clue. But it's a long time. Mm-hmm. They don't know where the fuse box is. They're hunting for it. Herman finds this lizard carving on the wall. Um, <laughs> the two, they're painting the walls looking for the fuse box. Herman pushes a stone, right? That's near the lizard. Pushes a stone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It opens a secret door. He goes in. The door closes. Now, Grandpa can't find Herman. I'm behind the wall. <laughs> Great. <laughs> then Grandpa finds the same 
stone, pushes in and opens the door. Are you in here? Where else would he be? And then he goes <laughs> in and the door closes. Yep. Cut two. Grandpa and Herman in a dungeon. A, like a dungeon part two. There's like the dungeon that is the normal dungeon, and this is a sub dungeon. Mm-hmm. Like, There's some yeah. torture devices. There's like a rack there. Um mm-hmm. Herman's like, you never said you had a secret playpen down here. Oh, it's not grandpa's though. He's like, this isn't mine. No matter how cool this shit is, this is not my shit. Yeah, I found it weird that like not only they find this like hidden, like walled off thing, but it's filled with stuff that's perfectly for like what grandpa probably he's probably like, oh man, I already have one of those torture rack mm-hmm. things. And yeah, I feel like I've seen some of the stuff very odd. Before. Yeah. yeah. Like when they're looking at that old dress of like grandpa. Paul's ex-wife like mm-hmm. I felt like there's some of this stuff was like up there but <laughs> it could have been like uh, yeah you maybe grandpa's just playing stupid and he took out the everything from the attic and put it down there <laughs> <Who knows? laughs> in the secret compartment yeah yeah and, and I forgot all about it or maybe Lily knew about the secret room and she was yeah. cleaning out the attic and put everything nobody asked there. her yeah yeah uh, all I know is is I hate this with a passion uh, <laughs> fair enough uh, but then grandpa's like, oh, you know what? I did hear this place was built on an old fort. What? Huh? And this must have been their dungeon. Okay, great. The dungeon wasn't the dungeon. It was <laughs> nope. Dungeon the, dungeon. <laughs> the secret dungeon was the dungeon to the fort. But okay. also, again, how long have they lived there? Like they've lived there a decent know. amount of time that you would think that like, especially if you set up an entire like giant workspace and everything mm. down in the basement like you would have explored like more of this yes he would have found stuff like this also like and i'm thinking about like when those guys you know uh in like season one they went down like however many feet mm-hmm. to the ground they busted through the one wall what if they were just a little bit further over and they busted into like the secret like the dungeon yeah the dungeon thing <laughs> and never and never once disturbed grandpa or herman at all that had been something Mm-hmm. But here we are. Uh, where are we at? Oh, yeah. Then Herman sees some writing on the wall. He's like, you better read it. There may be naughty words. <laughs> Here's what it says. Morgan's treasure in this valley. Look behind the noble Sally. <laughs> well, that's not too naughty. <laughs> and he's a terrible poet. Herman, you not head Morgan the pirate. Like, I don't even know where this shit comes from. That obviously <laughs> means that somewhere in this house is Morgan's gold. I don't know where he gets that clue from either. No. A fortune and treasure from the Spanish Main. And then they're like, hur, hur, hur. they're all laughing and excited. We got to find it and be rich and live in the lap of luxury and have millions. Blah, blah, blah. Banger. Holy fuck. Uh, what a start to an episode. Hmm here's the thing that kills me and we've discussed this and I know I've discussed it at ad nauseum. However, it's been a while. So <laughs> I'm going to bring it up again. Okay. This is a family composed of a Frankenstein's monster, his mm-hmm. wife, yep. his Dracula father-in-law son, who's a wolf boy and a seemingly normal American teenage niece. Yep. And they have to come up with a, hidden dungeon treasure hunt to make an interesting story <laughs> come on come on how like, it's yeah. so manufactured this sounds like it again is something like could have been better in like like season one to like maybe set up a little bit more of like 
the lore of of kind of explaining how long they've lived there or some other weird thing like that for it to be this far along down the line and us be like we've seen grandpa in this thing like almost every episode at some point in time he stays down here all the time how does he not know this how's he never figured this out in this house oh and there's no like um, ghost pirates I, involved or anything it's no, not like yeah. some sort of undead creature like giving them clues even or something like that that would have been fun no it's just the classic treasure map kind of thing Keith, mm-hmm. you brought up a really good point. What if they had this as a, they're all sitting around telling stories and they're like, remember the time, remember when we moved into this house and we found that treasure map? And then the whole episode was a flashback episode. And then like Herman's young and Lily's young and Grandpa's oh, yeah. young. And they made them look like weird and young. <laughs> and there's like no Eddie, there's no Marilyn, right? And they find this treasure map. Hmm, that nice. would have been interesting. Would have made mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, like like if like Eddie finds it like in a drawer somewhere and like, what is this? And they're like, Oh, oh that Oh, thing. we never told you that story. Gather around mm-hmm. children. The legend of the treasure of Mockingbird Heights. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then it kicks in. Yeah. Yeah. Instead we have this nonsense. Okay. Or better better yet, like it turns out that like <laughs> it's something that grandpa buried himself for something and forgot. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd been funny. Could have been anything, but it was just so so invented. So terrible. And then we get the banger. Coming back from the banger, we fade back to Herman and Grandpa looking through a dusty old book about pirates. And it's like black beard, blue beard, silver beard, fuck beard, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, here it is. Oh, uh, Morgan and his crew visited Mockingbird Valley in 1672. Terry, does that line up with when Morgan was uh, around? Uh, sixteen seventy two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That okay. that line up pretty good. I think. Then Morgan it's actually, was kind of towards the end of his life. I mean, he died in oh I, when he he, he was died in sixteen eighty eight. So I guess he had time. Yeah, he had time. Yeah, sixteen years. So how long was the governor of Jamaica or whatever? Uh, that's a great question. Um, it don't matter. I assume for quite a while. <laughs> that's a great question. It don't matter. <laughs> but the thing is, here it is. Right, he visited Mockingbird Heights. All the pirates would have been on the east coast. Where are the monsters located? True. Again, we've been under the impression that they're West Coast. And we, we every once in a while, they do something where it's East Coast based like this. And we're like, but everything else they do is West Coast. Yeah, it's kind of strange. It doesn't. So Morgan would have never been on the Pacific Coast with treasure. But Morgan left some treasure in the valley, but never came back because he was brought to justice and hanged in the end. Uh, That's not true. True either. But that one stumps her. He was, yeah, he was kind of celebrated. He was given an honorable position as governor. Yeah. But there he is. Herman's like, hmm, what's wrong? That's funny. I thought they hung them by the neck. (laughs) 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 Imagine someone getting hung by their end. Uh, (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Hanging hanging up from the gallows by your butt. Yep, yep. I like that image. You just got like starved to death up there. <laughs> Help somebody, please let me. They're just yelling. <laughs> nope. Can't come down. I hope, I hope that's how I go. Oh, hanging from your butt, starving to death. Yeah. yeah. Who doesn't want to go like that? That's uh, the the death of like uh, an honorable death. For yeah. Me. Honorable death to remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we flipped to Marilyn bringing Lily some tea in her bedroom. Have you seen Grandpa or Herman? They're up to something. Oh, they're in the dungeon where the trapdoor bolted from the inside. You think that's bad? 
the last time they did this, Grandpa was trying to get a license from the Federal Reserve. He wanted to open his own blood bank. What? So they locked him because he was trying to get a license? Wouldn't he have to like leave to do that? You think? I don't uh, even know. Unless they're in- installing the blood bank down there, I guess. This Tibbles, he had a joke and he wanted to crank it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because the scene does nothing other than that joke. Fade to Herman and Grandpa trying to figure out where the treasure is. Look behind the noble Sally. Never been a Sally in this house. Hmm. And I actually enjoyed this weird Grandpa thinking Herman copying him thing. Yes. I like They're that. like, hmm, 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 <laughs> hmm, hmm. Grandpa puts his fingers on his chin. Herman does the same thing. Hmm, 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 hmm. Maybe we get out a phone book and call all the girls named Sally. That's Herman's idea. <sighs> Grandpa scratches his head. Herman scratches his head. What are you doing? I'm thinking too. The <laughs> like grandpa says, knock it off. It's too dangerous. <laughs> Which I thought was, that might be the line of the episode. Yeah. Um, Herman thinking is too dangerous. Then grandpa gets all worked up. He thinks he's found Sally. I did it. I found Sally. The lizard carving from before. <laughs> that lizard carving is Sally. <laughs> Sally Salamander. Herman oh, doesn't man. get it. <laughs> and now Grandpa. See, the writer, Tibble, he had absolutely zero way to f- reference anything. Like, he knew the name Captain Morgan. And he's like, well, I'll just make up a story about him. And mm-hmm. then he said this. Well, a lizard is a salamander. No, it's not. A lizard is a lizard. <laughs> a salamander is a salamander. And yeah, Sally true. is short for salamander. And the secret to the treasure is behind this rock. Get me a hammer. I would probably be suspicious of the strange like lizards carving yes. in my wall after noticing yeah. Yeah, the secret passage. But I don't know if I would put two and two together that Sally equals <clears throat> salamander. And, and that no. lizard is a salamander actually on the wall. Okay. Yeah. But it's better than like them never referencing the stupid lizard again that scares the crap out of Herman. So I at least like the fact <laughs> there's a payoff. Even yeah. if it's dumb yeah. and, and it's, it's the most ridiculous like thing to think of. Plus, yeah, how, do we, I, how, do, how do we know if that salamander is noble or not? I don't know. Right. Yeah. Least, can he lift Thor's hammer? I don't think mm. so. <laughs> a worthy like, salamander. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know if a pirate would even like know what a salamander is. But No. Maybe they would. I don't know. Maybe I'm discounting very smart pirates. But. Well, mm-hmm. I'm going to say that they attributed everything to being lizards back then. Yes. And nothing was a salamander. Everything was lizards. It wasn't until science came in and ruined everything. Oh, God. <laughs> science always does. It was like the worst yeah. finding science ever had. Grandpa's willing to smash that brick with a hammer. Herman's like, stand back, old man. And he rips the brick out of the wall. I'm like, great. I'm, I'm glad Herman did that because that was my first thought. I'm like, just let Herman rip it out. Mm-hmm. But Herman's like, oh, there's no treasure here. Just this old piece of paper. I'm like, oh, God. I, I get Herman's dumb. And I get they got to have, you know, X amount of jokes per page, but that sucks. <laughs> yeah. Nope. It's a genuine pirate treasure treasure map. How do you know? Everything is spelled wrong. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that a standard of treasure maps? I guess. No, I don't know. There's too many R's. I th- oh <laughs> man! I thought everything was gonna be like spelled with an e at the end. Like, yeah. like they don't even know how to spell shop or town. Oh, yeah, um, like the fancy ooh. way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of C's also. Yeah. Oh yeah, nice, nice. Y C's. The high C's. What? 
Ocean. Oh, mm. Keith. Um, anyway, look at this map. <laughs> uh, oh, there's the river that runs through our town. Ooh, look, there's the little hill behind our house. Okay. <laughs> now, look, there's Camel Rock, the <laughs> big boulder in our yard. What? Yeah, like it's uh, how detailed is this map? Like, is it a map of their own backyard? There's a giant rock that has a name in their backyard called Camel Rock. And how have we never heard this yet? Come on. Yeah. Wh- what's it? Why is the name Camel Rock? There's got to be a story we there are somewhere. 52 episodes into the Munsters, and they've never mentioned Camel Rock in their a, yard before. A big mm-hmm. boulder big enough to be named. Yes. Come on. Hopefully we'll see their backyard. See this Camel Rock. Oh yeah, I was I was ready to see like how big is this really? Because yes. I can't imagine it being very big if I've never seen it before. Also, the treasure map again, like especially as they go on further, you know, and they're and they're looking for other like landmarks and stuff later on in the episode. It, it does. Is it literally like it's there just their yard? It's <laughs> something just like you know, <laughs> it's like, like like a kid who would like you know bury something in their backyard and then make mm-hmm. a little uh, treasure map where like oh here's the pool and uh here's my it's swing very set. much like that yeah that's that's what i'm thinking it's is exactly because they mentioned the things that are plus what's that avondale hill or whatever behind them that's never been referenced before either no. in fact when you see the picture it doesn't look like they're on a hill at all or anywhere no. behind them it's flat land <laughs> i just love this idea that there's a boulder that's so large that it has a name <laughs> that has lasted since the 1600s oh yeah, yeah. And that boulder was probably like way bigger back then too yeah wow. that no. boulder was named camel rock and they're like okay and they built okay. a neighborhood around camel rock but, but then <laughs> mockingbird heights and not camel rock and they just let somebody yeah, yeah like build oh, their yard mm-hmm. around it yes I guess. That's All right, so like the, the neighborhood i live in is sure. it's it's like my my yard has got big giant rocks in it Oh, because um, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on part of um a a, a little mountain, and it's okay. Uh, what are they called? The, well, the rocks aren't named anything, but I mean, I live in a thing called Little Mountain, and but like I do have like these big giant boulders that like if you wanted to name one off and like as a landmark, you, you could easily do it. You should. Um, you should. Keith you know, Rock, Terry yeah. Rock, Derek Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just one rock, Monster Hunter rock. We could call that. We'll, oh, you know, well, I can't want my own, honestly. So yeah. Just, well, naming rights, TBD. Well, you guys uh, are great, but I want my own rock. Damn yeah. It. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a fundraiser at some point in time. You know, like the bricks you can buy instead of everyone get a. Oh, name the boulders the, yeah. a yard. Yeah. I mean, I got different size, like rocks that are coming out because it's all, again, it's. You know, oh, you've got more a... coming into production? <laughs> no, no. Actually, um, <laughs> with the, with the, when it, when it rains and all, like the, you know, because the water is then, you know, coming down the, the slope uh, and stuff like that. It like you, every now and then you do see more reveals the rock. Chunk, yeah. It reveals the rock or reveals bigger chunks of what what's sitting there. Mm, no. Yeah. And but there are some other spots throughout our entire neighborhood where like there are some that look like just big giant boulders that you could name like Camel Rock or something like that. Um, so I, I can picture this in my head, but like I'm also picturing that like it's just somebody true, like a very uh, drawing of their own yard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I forgot there was a fort there, right? Because I'm like, was the fort there for the pirates? I, d- I don't even yeah, I don't know. Yeah, or did the fort or did the pirates take over the fort? They had to have, I, I guess. 
I don't well, know. I mean, he worked with England, so maybe it was an English fort on the coast. Oh, yeah. Be. Yeah. So there's the, this fort had Camel Rock, a boulder so large it had a name that has survived 300 years. And there it is. And then Grandpa and Herman realize that the treasure is buried right here. It's ours. And they start jumping around. It's ours. It's ours. It's ours. It's ours. Awesome. Fade two. Lily looking out the window. Well, now they're out there digging. I'm like, okay, great. And, cool. yeah. <laughs> and Lily seems to have been clued in on what's going on. Imagine finding Morgan's treasure. I asked them to wait till the morning, but Grandpa says he does his best digging at night. And that's where we get our opening clip. Marilyn's like, I, I think it's a thing. And Herman's so unlucky, he won trips to take a cruise on Titanic, but couldn't get off work. That's how unlucky he is. Also, it sounded like Marilyn, like, maybe, like, took the map and showed a professor. Because she's like, I saw the map. It looks authentic. You're like, did she yeah. take it and show it? She's like, our professor said pirates well, were maybe here. maybe she takes a pirate class at the college. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a history you know? major. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Sounds like it. So now we fade to Grandpa and Herman in the backyard with a map, and they got lanterns and a candle. Take eight goodly paces north from the onk. And then they fight over what an onk is for way too long. And Grandpa's like, there is no such thing as an onk. And he realizes it's oak. But there's no oak either. It's just a waste of time. Mm -hmm. The onk to oak. Just just tell us the oak. It's fine. Like, let's just get on with it. Or make it a fun puzzle like the lizard, which wasn't that fun, but like another puzzle. I thought it was like an onk. That's like that Egyptian symbol. Like the. Yes. But no, it's an onk. It's an oak. There is no oak. poison ivy. Yes. Oak. No. Herman sheds a little clarity on the situation with a quote from an old poet. Hmm. Somewhere over the rainbow, there's a bluebird of happiness waiting for Robert E. Lee. What? What the fuck does that mean? What does that the mean? The president of the Confederacy has a bluebird of happiness waiting, for, waiting him for him in the afterlife. Is that what that means? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Oh, oh she's saying with monsters. This. I don't know what that. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. But also, how is that relevant to anything? It's not. Yeah. At, at that moment, Herman reveals his tattoo yeah. of the stars and bars on his back. <laughs> Southern pride tattoo. No, oh, God. Cut to Marilyn looking out the window. She wants Lily to come. Yeah, come check this shit out quick. She runs over. They look out the window and Grandpa and Herman are sitting on a giant tree stump. Is that oh stump? God. Maybe like this is so goddamn stupid. They're sitting on a giant tree stump. Oh, they're resting from their labors. Isn't it sweet? They're getting <laughs> along. Resting from what labors? Walking around the yard? Uh, yes, yeah. yes. I, I did like that line. Like, oh, isn't that cute? Watch it. Like, it's like they're just resting from being super exhausted outside. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, I guess it's <laughs> there's just like just seepy heads. They work so hard out there. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and they need to take a nappy nap. Yes, in the old country, a father would be at a son-in-law's throat by now. It would be great if they found that treasure together. Wouldn't it be great? Yeah. Cut two. Herman is upset that the map is a fake. Sure aren't any oaks trees around here. And then in skips Eddie with his pajamas and woof woof. Just from out of the bushes, just like yeah. out of nowhere. And it's a regular thing, like over the last several episodes, is him and Wolf Wolf showing up. Yep. Just showing up. Like, oh, 
the story is stuck. What do we do? Here comes Eddie. Comes in. What y'all doing sitting on that stump? He might as well have just skipped off from that point. Right yeah, there. right. <laughs> off I go. <laughs> stump? We're on a stump? And then these idiots realize that it's the oak. The stump mm-hmm. is the... Like, they knew they have a boulder called Camel Boulder in their backyard, which we still haven't seen. But no. they didn't know they had a giant oak stump in their backyard. Well, no, I mean, I it, they were, I mean, it would have been a full tree. And so they, I mean, maybe they weren't even thinking about it being a stump. Did, did they cut down the tree? But so like they've had this stump in their backyard the whole time. I'm guessing lightning from grandpa's weather machine probably hit it and knocked it down at some point. Well, then they would have known. Oh, we used to have it. It says oak tree, but we don't have yeah. one. We used to have one until the lightning mm-hmm. knocked it down. And Eddie skips in with, remember that time that we used to have the oak tree? Yeah, exactly. That's that pretty much hilarious. what this is. <laughs> yeah, so this is dumb. These idiots realize that the oh, the stump they're sitting on is the stump of an oak tree, and it's a huge stump, too. Mm-hmm. It was, was once a mighty oak. Well, Herman's going to take eight goodly paces north. Eddie wants to stay and watch. Herman's like, you go inside now. <laughs> Eddie, yes. And Eddie's pissed. He like pouts and stumps oh, back off. Yeah, I just helped you guys figure out the stupid riddle, you morons. Yeah. I want to be part of this. He is mad. Yeah, and yeah. fairly so, I'd say. He gets but, a third of the share now. I'd, I'd, yeah. yeah. Grandpa, look at him. Rich man's son, and he's already spoiled. <clears throat> Herman and Grandpa take eight paces from the stump. Still have not seen the, the camel rock anywhere. Nope. And this is a pretty wide shot of the backyard at this point. It is. <laughs> And then as he's taking his eight paces, Herman forgets at five. What comes next? Five. Mm-hmm. We have five, six, seven. Hilarious. Feels like we're wasting time watching them walk. I thought it was weird that Herman's steps were going to be because he being that a his feet are gigantic, and then yep. being tall, so his you know his stride is probably a little bit larger than the normal Enormous. man, yep. and and you know so between that and the size of feet. I assume that they like missed it by a while. I was expecting them to have to like dig a couple different times mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or like, or like they were like, Oh, we we're supposed to go eight paces North, but they really didn't pay attention to which direction they were going. Mm, and he yeah. did it. And like, you know, where they needed like grandpa's size steps, mm-hmm. you know, more of a normal humans, you know, pace and stuff like that. Uh, is what I kind of thought that was coming along, but that again, probably more of a waste of time. Yeah. I, I would have liked to see them like, do their own size steps like hormones are way bigger than grandpa's and they mm-hmm. argue about which is which or something because there's really no reason to watch them do all eight paces besides to nope. see how stupid herman is for not knowing how to count to eight yep mm-hmm. and you know both of your examples are the type of time wasting this show loves and it didn't even do it <laughs> no i just wanted to, i just wanted to count for a bit yep all. yeah like a, um, a sped up also fast pace with dig 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 nope nothing there move over here dig 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 nothing no 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 oh like, dig, 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 dig. yeah yeah well maybe we'll get some fast pace digging because oh, they walk so. three paces and they stomp on the ground and like this must be the place like whatever they did uh, that scepter like this is it and then Keith, we get our high speed dig. Right yes. There. Herman's digging with his hands and then shoveled. And the shovels are getting tangled, throwing dirt. He covers and- Grandpa in dirt. Yeah. Grandpa is covered. <clears throat> yeah, I love that. Uh, <laughs> All I can know right away, though, is I thought Herman got more um, sand out of the sand trap at the golf course than he was getting dirt with the shovel. Yeah, that's for sure. But they pan away and they pan back and they got a six foot hole that they're digging out of. Mm-hmm. And uh, they 
gunk, gunk. They hit something. They're like, this is it. it. They think it's a treasure chest. I was expecting it to be something else. I'm like, mm-hmm. I hope this is a water main, uh, the sewer oh, line, funny. Uh, yeah. anything. Because they didn't call Julie before they started doing this. Um, they just True. started digging in their backyard. Nobody came out to mark the area. But nope, it is a treasure chest. Grandpa climbs out up Herman, climbs out, climbing up Herman. Like yes. stands on his shoulders to get out of the, the mm, hole. Like a spider monkey. Yeah, he was like a spider monkey. Like a crazy little spider monkey. Grandpa climbs out. Um, he gets out of the hole and Herman is going to hand up the I'll hand it up to you. Herman lifts up this giant chest. It is enormous. It's yeah. huge. So big. He lifts it up over his head and then we get to like higher, lower, higher, higher, lower, too high. No, it's bullshit. <laughs> it's like too yeah. high. Like, yes. okay, just grab just, it. Just like, grab the fucking chest, grandpa. Or Herman can throw it up to you, whatever. So he gets the chest up there. Herman climbs out. There's a yeah, lock. Grandpa on just it. watches. No help at all. Yeah, no, yeah, it doesn't get down on him. <laughs> yeah. Well, here, let me give you a stick or something to pull you up. Nope, nope. Watches Herman struggle. Herman gets up. There is a giant, like, uh, uh, padlock on the front of the the chest. Herman rips it off with his hand. I was like, good, good. Then Grandpa and Herman slowly open the chest, and it is literally full of treasure. It is. It's like they're rich. They're gonna yeah uh, yeah. If, and all the Herman opens it a bit, and then he like quickly closes it. Like yeah, like oh, he's, nope. he's like oh my gosh, it's real. It's literally a pirate's treasure chest. Gold <laughs> doubloons. Yep. necklaces cups crowns like if you were to say to a child draw a, a pirate's chest this is what they would draw mm-hmm. it's got all the stuff in there there's really no like spooky angle to it at all it's nope. just like like wouldn't it be good like there's like we like the whole like worries like well you know there's those ancient pirate curses if you pull up a thing you know and then they pull it up and like maybe ghosts start to haunt them or they get a creepy pirate character that shows up uh that'd be more fun yeah anything fun not happening uh, what's uh, cousin um, the the lot uh, the creature the from Black Lagoon? No, Gil. the creature from Black. Yeah, Gil shows up and he's like, "Hey, the well, oh, that would have been good too because he talks about all the gold doubloons, Spanish doubloons, uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe he just put it there. Yeah. He shows up and he talks for five minutes at a very slow. <laughs> oh, I was hoping it'd be oh. something better to redeem him for you, Terry. <laughs> oh yeah, well, he needs it. <laughs> So Herman wants to climb in the chest and roll around in the treasure. Which, yeah, I like that. That's which funny is kind image. Of funny. Like Scrooge McDuck. Yes, yeah. he wanted to dive in head first. He doesn't want to like pour it out. He wants to climb into the chest. He wants and, to like, climb into the around. chest. He ain't gonna fit in there. <laughs> nope. No, I'm thinking like he gets in there and like all of a sudden the whole thing just splits open and like sends coins Spills everywhere. all over. They call the family out. Lily, and Marilyn, come out. And Eddie, the whole family sees the treasure. They really found Captain Morgan's treasure. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. And then they start singing. Here we go around the treasure chest, the treasure chest, the treasure chest. (laughs) And never actually go fully around it. No, they do like two, like they go 30 degrees left. They go back to 30 degrees right. Uh, Here we go around the treasure chest so early in the morning. And then Herman falls into the pit and he starts laughing. Yeah. And then for some reason, the family starts throwing gold coins at him. <laughs> they throw coins down upon him. Yeah, that was making it rain on him. Yeah, they're just like, eh. yeah. then we fade to the first commercial break. There's only 948 uh. left in this episode. We have gotten here. And remember, we have, we got to have like two and a half minutes at the end for 
the button and the credits. Mm-hmm. So there's yeah. seven minutes of episode left now. Yeah, it took a while to get to this point. It took a long time to get here. Late commercial break. We fade back in to breakfast time. Can't have an episode of the Munsters where they're not eating. Nope. There's got to be something that they say that has to happen. Like they have like some weird contract with breakfast. The like institution the, of breakfast. breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's so like, I mean, Eddie's obviously he's just chowing down the uh, the oatmeal, but it's not like they don't have like Quaker oats sitting like on the mm. on the table. In fact, they don't have any like product placement at all. No. Which for a family that sits around, you know, and, you know, is there, and there's some sort of food related or eating related thing, you would think they would do that. There's nothing. No. It, like I'm yeah. saying, it's like the institution of breakfast has sponsored this episode <laughs> of the Munsters. The council of yeah, breakfast. Uh, yeah, the, the breakfast. The Illuminati yep. themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the secret society. The secret society of breakfast. Oh, mm-hmm. I love it. It is There's, the most important meal of the day, after all. <laughs> so they're watching. Good, good. good. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's going as planned. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Look where they're at now. It all worked. Mm hmm. But Eddie is like just spoon clanging bowl. <laughs> Grandpa's he's like, wolfing it down. He's wolfing it down. It's good to see a boy wolfing down his breakfast. Lily has this giant egg thing. Oh, it's an egg. That's weird. It's giant. It's uh, one of those vulture eggs or something from the backyard. Yeah. And he wants to get to school so he can brag about the family being filthy rich millionaires. <laughs> yeah. Lily stops that. Now, Eddie, we've never boasted about our wonderful advantages before, so why start now? He's like, fine. But tomorrow, can I take the teacher an apple with a diamond in it? <laughs> Well, we'll see. And then Eddie runs off. Now, they're all there. Grandpa, Lily, Marilyn, no Herman. Mm-hmm. Grandpa's like, where's Herman? Did he go to work already? No, he decided to stay home. Stay home to do what? And at this point, <laughs> I'm like, why wouldn't he want to stay home? Yeah, he just like, found this giant treasure chest. Yeah. He, he never has to work again. It. He's rich, right? He doesn't yeah. have to work anymore. Your next we steps. Inventory, inventory this shit. Yes. Your next steps should be how do we sell this and make as much money as possible? Mm-hmm. That's next steps. Not keep it in the basement. What like mm-hmm. what's the point? It's They're not proceed like, as normal. No. They're like yeah. smog, right? Like <laughs> we got all this gold. <laughs> I'm just gonna sleep on it. Oh, no. Sally smog. He's a <laughs> Their <laughs> next step is like Keith said, inventory chest. Find buyers, sell treasure, be rich. That is yeah. the timeline from now on. But no, Grandpa's like, why wouldn't he go to work? Um, Liz's like, I don't know. He just didn't want to go in. So Grandpa yeah. is like, hmm, gets up I and he's going to run out the lab. He's, and then he says, I need to check on our treasure. He says it. <laughs> he says it weird. <laughs> so weird. It's like Gollum. <laughs> yeah. mm, it's yeah. like Gollum. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Puts a real emphasis, emphasis to make sure that he's still talking about our treasure. Yeah, our treasure. Our treasure. Our treasure. Now, Marilyn thinks he's being conscientious, keeping a close eye on the treasure. Lily says he was like that in the old country. Oh, now here here is the joke of the episode. When the family would go out at night, he would always worry about who was minding the vault. Okay. For me, it's crickets. But for some reason, this got a laugh. I don't get it. Is the idea of them having a vault funny? I don't know. I don't know. 
Yeah, there's not enough context to this joke at all. Like, I don't understand it. It must be some weird vampire joke. Like, do vampires live in a vault? Does Dracula have a vault? I don't know. I, don't know. I guess he might. Do they do they hoard like gold and stuff like like a dragon does? Like a like, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It's so mm. peculiar. Yeah. Cut two. Grandpa going to the dungeon. Herman's not even there. Oh, it's so silly to be suspicious. Then Grandpa's like, ah, he's got an itch. And the only way to solve that itch is to look at the treasure. I don't blame him. I'd look at it too. Oh, I'm going to yeah. tell you what. If I found that treasure chest in my backyard, I would spend a good two, three days just staring at it. Yep. I would just rub running my hands through it, lifting the coins, yes. letting them drop. Yeah. Like yeah. this. That's I, what I, I would try to climb. I would try to climb into it and like yeah. submerge myself. I would do whatever. I would do whatever I wanted to with that treasure for a good two, three days. Oh, right? yeah. It's me and that Grandpa, treasure. He wants to look at it, which makes sense. I'd want to look at it too. He opens it up. Treasure's there, but it triggers a booby trap, which is <laughs> an act. Now, Herman, for some reason, was smart enough to concoct this. Mm -hmm. Like a string like releases an axe, which cuts a rope, <laughs> and that rope drops a barrel onto Grandpa yes. perfectly. That was funny. <laughs> and the Grandpa's stuck in a barrel. He's like, boy, oh, boy. I didn't. I had to rewind that. Was that, was that, that wasn't Al Lewis's actual voice. Was it? That sounded like. Like a tape over of something, or like that they dubbed over it or something. There's a lot of weird dub sounding voices in this one, mostly Al Lewis. Mm -hmm. Just like that, our treasure thing, our treasure. Yeah, but I, I definitely, I, I mean, I rewound this one, this specific scene, uh, like two or three times, going like that sounds like like a weird voice coming there, like, and I'm trying to see if it matches up with like the you know the mouth moving and stuff. I'm like, what? Is, doesn't sound like Grandpa at all. All of a sudden. I don't know. All I know is Herman was hiding around the corner and he kind of strolls out with a big oh, smug grin on his very face. Very smug. Like he just mm -hmm. like did a huge pool accomplishment as Walter. <laughs> <in it. laughs> yeah, he struts his way over, taps Grandpa on the shoulder, looking for something. Diogenes. <laughs> and I'm like, Herman is now the smartest man on the face of the earth. Yep, Diogenes? Yep. I'd look that up. Keith, yeah, do you have so info? I. Okay, I he's a philosopher. Uh, yeah, Diogenes, also known as Diogenes the Cynic, uh, he was the Greek philosopher and one of the founders of cynicism. Yep, the founder of the cynicism movement. Yeah, in Greek philosophy. Now, so, what I thought, uh, what I thought was really good in this thing, and and how Grandpa really can't get that upset at uh, Herman, is because it, it's very similar to the uh, trap that they set for um, the Frog Prince. Yep. And, you know, and having the axe swing, you know, cut through and stuff like that and, and have something come down and land on him. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a playoff of that. So I think, you know, Herman saw Grandpa put something together before. It was mm -hmm. like, oh, I can use the same tactic and uh, we can catch we can catch somebody. But he's only trying to catch Grandpa, though. That's yeah. And then Herman's like, what's the meaning of this? Herman realized that some people might want to steal the treasure. No one knows about the treasure <laughs> except for four people. Yeah. So he said the booby trip. I had no idea the booby would be you. <laughs> like this is kind of dumb, but I do like this weird like rivalry between the treasure. Like they it's both are like, so, so obsessed strange. with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like they haven't there's no reason for them to think either one is actually gonna steal it. Like, why would they? What's the point? Like if you steal yeah. it, what are you gonna do with it? 
Where are you going? Yeah. And only Herman can lift that. Like, yes. I don't think anybody else can run off with that thing. Fade to Herman on the couch reading the paper. Lily working on the clay bus still. I was going to say earlier that nothing like rolls over from episode to episode except for this clay bus. That's the third <laughs> episode now. Is that going to be like the season finale? We're going to finally get to God see so. what this is. <laughs> Lily accidentally kills a man with that clay bust, and then we got to figure out what to do with it. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect crime. So Herman pokes his head, his eyes up over the top of the newspaper, and he sees Grandpa's empty chair. And he goes, <laughs> Someone's missing. Who's no, missing? It's obviously Grandpa. Yes. And Eddie goes, Well, gee, Pop, we're all here, but Grandpa. And then Marilyn <laughs> thought he saw him go in the dungeon. You mean the dungeon where we have the treasure chest? <laughs> oh, my God. You mean the dungeon area that he spends most of his time anyway? Yeah. So Herman goes down to oh. the dungeon. I do love it's like, where's my honest old partner? <laughs> like, he has like this very like nervous. Yes. Laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So not only do we have like a lot of like wasted time earlier here. Yes. They're just doing basically a duplicate. The same of thing the, of the exact again, thing, yeah. and it's like I was like this. This episode for me really seemed to go by super quick mm-hmm. because nothing, nothing really goes on. Yeah, happens, <laughs> and when it does, they just start repeating stuff. And then we get a little weird recap. Marilyn goes, "Do you think Grandpa and Uncle Herman are suspicious of each other?" <laughs> oh, no, God. no. But again, why should they be? They have no reason to be. Nope. Lily says, ever since that treasure came into our lives, they've been acting very childish. Eddie, childish? Heck, Mom, I don't know any kids that act that creepy. This is a good line. Cut to Herman in the dungeon. No grandpa. Herman decides, like anybody that just found a giant treasure chest in the backyard would, I'm going to look at that treasure. (laughs) Like, why wouldn't you? God damn it. But better be careful because Grandpa might have a booby trap now. So he kneels down real slow and gently and opens up the chest and looks at the treasure. And then in the moment of this entire episode that goes, oh, my God, this is amazing. Grandpa pops his head out from <laughs> yes. inside the go- treasure chest. He, like He's submerged in the gold coins. His <laughs> face comes out. Caught you red hand, you yeah. dirty crook. Yes. <laughs> but where but based on where he's at, where's the rest of him in the thing? I, like he his head pops up like the middle. It's so amazing. <laughs> this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And it was so funny. It is funny. That's yeah, a very it, funny image. Yeah, it it it's and in fact, like when I was looking this up on IMDb to like make sure I had the right episode and all. The, the, that picture shows up and oh, I, immediately really? was like, I immediately was like oh my god like i'm like oh this episode's gonna be great uh it, it, this is it, we have grandpa's head popping up out of a bunch of gold oh, <laughs> grandpa very very positive vibes coming off that picture pops his head out a lot like um it was kind of like uh apocalypse now <laughs> when the, when oh, the dude coming pops out of the water, out of the water right? <laughs> mm-hmm. i would love that like a slow like creeping out as like herman like glances behind his shoulder and herman's or and grandpa's head <laughs> yep. coming out oh that'd be so good yeah, yeah herman's looking over so he's not around here anywhere is he Dude, right up out of the thing mm-hmm. and, yeah and i just thought about it just now as we were talking i'm like wait a minute his head's in the middle where's the rest of his body like i don't know i want to see like an x-ray and see how like his body like is it just all squished <laughs> yeah, and fits in and out like a pancake yeah. yep <laughs> 
Uh, Did he a, turn himself into something and it was just in there waiting and like changing back like mid form? Uh, like, his lower half's just yeah. an ant <laughs> with his head on it. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I caught you red handed, dirty crook. Who are you calling a crook, you swindler? And they go back and forth. Thief, charlatan, double crosser, cheater, fink, burglar, bandit. That's time waste 101. Yep. Fade two. Harmon and Grandpa sitting on opposite ends of the couch, looking away from one another. Lily is standing behind the couch. You two ought to be ashamed of yourselves. Fighting over the treasure you both found. Herman does not like that statement. He thinks he should get it all because they found it on his property. Grandpa, well, show me the deed. I don't have to <laughs> prove it to you. All of the mail comes addressed to me. Even yours comes care of Herman Munster. <laughs> I think that's actually a pretty legit argument. Yes. Are you calling me a freeloader? No, I'm calling you a bum. I like oh that my gosh. Yeah, Back and forth. Don't call me a bum. I'll throw you down and walk all over you. Then Herman, <laughs> with, the, Herman with the clap back. You do that, I'll get you for trespassing. Oh, yeah. This is pretty good. There's some pretty good insults. Yeah, in they're going back and forth. Lily yells at them to stop. Herman sticks out his tongue. Grandpa threatens to hit him with a flaming pimp slap. Yes. Yeah. His hands catches a flame and he's like mm-hmm. about to like flamethrower in my thought. Yeah. I don't know. And that's when we get the following clip. Grandpa! <laughs> stop it! Grandpa! Now blow out your fingers and behave. <laughs> Since you found that treasure, there's been nothing but jealousy and greed between you two. Why, it's turned you into into a couple of inhuman creatures. Well, it's his fault. Was. <laughs> it was. 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 Now, here's what we'll do. Until this thing can be settled, I want you both to promise that neither one of you will go near that treasure without the other. Now, shake hands on it. Well, I'll promise, but I won't shake hands. <laughs> I'll promise if he hopes to spit. <laughs> oh, come on, Grandpa. Well, well, all right. I hope to spit. Right in his eye. <laughs> what does that mean, hope to yeah. spit? I've never heard that before. I don't know either. It's bizarre. That kind of was funny. By the way, Grandpa turned it around on him, I guess. Yeah. Lily and Herman, they force Grandpa. Or Lily Lily forces Grandpa and Herman to shake hands. They yep. shake hands. Eddie glides down from the ceiling with a slide. <laughs> oh, oh, I forgot <laughs> about this. Just straight how down. Do you, how do you forget about this? He literally like falls from the ceiling. Yes. And he says, I'm up on my perch. And then the three of them look up. Like what? There's a perch. Like they never. First of all, they they never knew there was a hidden dungeon thing in their house, yes. and, and now they never knew that there's a perch that Eddie and Wolf will just hang out on. Oh, that the was the best part about that is oh. he comes down and and his eyes up on my perch. That's in the scene because they fade too. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. had zero purpose whatsoever. There was no reason for Eddie no. to show up in the scene at all. Like it just was so random. So he fade too. Now. I'm assuming with this timeline that up until this point, right? Here's here's my here's my thoughts how the day went. Grandpa in the chest, there they are, and then immediately they were fighting next door to one another, right? Like on the couch. Yeah. Right. 
that was like back to back. No time had passed. Maybe nope. you know, 20 minutes or whatever. Right. Yep. Yeah. They probably both came climbing up there and sat down on the couch. Mm-hmm. After and like we promise not to do whatever. Then we, we fade to that night. Herman and grandpa are both backing up and sneaking to the dungeon. They can't even get through a single night. Right. <laughs> Without nope. yep. them. Right. Now they're sneaking up, but their backs are to one another. Grandpa's coming from one end, Herman for the other. They're sneaking to the dungeon. At this point, there's 235 left in the episode. <laughs> right? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. They bump butts. They scream. They call each other crook and a thief. They yell at one another. And then they each step into a bear trap. They yell, There's yes. two bear traps. <laughs> they step into one of them. And they start screaming. They're like, ah! The bird pops out and says... Come and get him, Lily. Come and get him, Lily. And then we fade to the final commercial break. Going into this commercial break, they've been caught trying to sneak back in the dungeon because mm-hmm. they can't trust each other, even though a few hours earlier they said that they would, yeah. even though throughout the course of the previous, that same day, they kept catching each other trying to look at the gold, right? Fade to the final commercial break. Come back. Herman. Now, remember, we're back. The most hilarious thing is going to trigger the credits, undoubtedly. Herman, oh, definitely. And we still haven't resolved anything. <laughs> right. No. It feels like there's a lot to cover still. There's a lot. There's a lot of stuff been going on behind the scenes, it sounds like. At this point, I'm like, wow, the monsters are rich for the rest of season two. Herman and Grandpa are still stuck in the bear traps. So mm-hmm. it's just a continuation of before the break. Lily and Marilyn come walking in. Lily explains she set the traps. You set these traps, you son of a bitch. Yes, I set these traps. <laughs> Herman and Grandpa, they start to fight again. And Lily says, you don't need to worry about it. Stop worrying about the treasure. Marilyn and I took the treasure this afternoon and gave it to the rescue mission. What the, the nice f- man said there was enough <laughs> there to furnish turkey dinners for the next 300 years. Dang. When... Did she take the treasure? <laughs> Good question. If it was the same day, when and how, how did she? How did she? Lift how that? did she take the treasure? Yeah, that's a very good question. I didn't think about the logistics of this. How did with all the time that Grandpa and Herman have spent, like keeping an eye on the the the, the prize? How did they not notice that Lily went down and stuff? And how did she make a call with the booby trap? I'm surprised yeah. they they didn't get Ewoked with like. Two logs swinging from opposite directions. <laughs> get crushed. Yes. Get crushed in mm-hmm. front of the treasure chest. <laughs> How did that not happen? But also, like, of all the things to do with it, why not be like, hey, we took it down to the bank and they because uh, they did that before they for other things. Yeah. And, and also they've got people there that they can contact. They can come in, uh, you know, uh, look it over, see if it's genuine, do a little mm-hmm. antiques roadshow like uh, set up on it and everything. And not have the, the, the treasures no longer in the house. The two of them can't be fighting over and getting all paranoid about it. Uh, they're now rich beyond wildest beliefs. And, uh, you know, without just giving the money away, like it, it, like it would have solved all the problems. But then they're like, ah, let's just give it away. So how about this? More money, let's, more problems type deal. Let's say you give it away. But you're like, hmm, I'll keep a chunk of it and give the rest away. Yeah. Whatever they did, they didn't get Ewoked. They didn't get nope. caught in anything. They lugged out this giant treasure chest full of gold, which would be heavy as fuck. 
mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. gave it and they just gave it like just as is as <laughs> is right they didn't make it liquid they didn't convert it into cash they just said hey now i love the charity aspect yeah hello rescue mission here's a treasure chest <laughs> How does that guy know how much that's worth? He's just saying something. Yeah. He's probably why, like, yeah, why not, give me that. Why not take all like the random like the, the gold chalices and things like that down and give <laughs> that to him and let him sort the stuff out and you keep the coinage. I mean, yeah. <laughs> spread it out or do the, anything like go here. You go to the school and like uh, we're going to make a donation. Here's a gold chalice. So right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd love that. Just going around and giving yeah, charities like really just hard to like whatever. sell objects. Why did yeah. they do this? And then Marilyn says, well, Aunt Lily saw that all of that money was just ruining your lives. And then wow. just like that, just like that, Grandpa and Herman get over it very quickly. Yeah. They're like, we're paupers now. And then they said, yeah, we don't have to worry about anyone stealing it. We're paupers. <laughs> and then they're like, old buddy, old pal. And they go to hug, but the bear traps stop them. Like they can't yeah. hug because the bear traps. Yeah. Oh, wow. Aunt Lily, isn't it wonderful? They're friends again. Grandpa and Herman shake hands. Beautiful. Herman raises his hand. Family, I want us all to remember this moment because I think we've all learned a valuable lesson tonight. And if someone gets my leg out of this bear trap, I'll try and figure out what it is. (laughs) Herman and Grandpa struggle. Credits. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, Herman's doing some weird dance. Like he's going to get out of, like, uh, while doing some crazy dance moves. Yeah. Well, I think the lesson is set up more traps around the treasures. So someone doesn't grab it and give it away. Yeah. The the lesson also is your wife doesn't like, I don't understand how Lily doesn't see like, oh my gosh, even a small portion of this is life altering. Yes. They mm-hmm. are always are complaining about money. They could at least yeah. like, you know, like Eddie you can schooling still... or whatever. They, they're complaining yeah. about this week, a new car or whatever they're doing. Yeah. yeah. You know what I like when I first was watching this, I was like, you know, this would have been like, what if this was like the, if this would have been like the season, fin- like the series finale and and yep. like they keep the money and everything like that. And like all oh, the monsters are rich beyond wild. And that's like how they end like, oh, we're going to do everything we've ever wanted to. Da, da, da. Yeah. And that's how they end the entire series. That would have been super cool. I think. Yeah. yeah. Instead, they just they give it away. Like mm-hmm. it is. Such an unsatisfying ending. Yep. Yes. yep. No pirate ghost or anything. Well, there it was. <laughs> Season two, episode 14, treasure hunters, whatever. What'd you guys think? Like, it's another one of those ones where like, they start setting you up for like some like really cool concept and then they just stumble through it. I get they, there's a limit to what they can do back in the day of like, you know, there's, you know, they didn't have any guests show up for this one, but like they find like a whole secondary like thing in the house and they find a treasure map and like they could have really like it would have been cool if it was like led them around maybe Mockingbird Heights or a little bit and then came back around somehow to like them finding it back at home. I don't know anything like that. They had a lot of potential in this. Instead, they went for Herman and Grandpa fighting over money that was both going to be theirs anyway. So, no, I didn't like it. Yeah, this is definitely low tier monsters, very low tier. Um, the clues for the treasure are stupid, don't make much sense. Uh, they didn't even really do anything fun with that. It was all like kind of just happenstance. Apparently, there's a giant boulder outside, which is probably the most intriguing part of the whole episode. And they don't even show the boulder. 
Um, I wanted to see that boulder, damn it. <laughs> I did. I was like, come on. You can just name a boulder and it's not like, show it. Check it's called boulder. Camo Rock. That's interesting, yeah. too. It yeah. gives me an idea. There's like two humps or something like that. Yes, That's probably. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. See, there's so much lore we could go into with this. But no, we instead we're going to argue about the treasure, which honestly, I did like the dynamic of Grandpa and Herman both like catching each other, peering at the treasure and being very suspicious. Both parts were funny to me. Grandpa being trapped in a barrel. Pretty funny. Grandpa crawling out of the treasure with just his head. Oh, was that, was, that was so great. That picture. That was but, a, that was like a top five monsters moment. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was really funny, but it doesn't save the episode. This is, yeah, I did not like this one much at all. Yeah, I hated this episode for all those reasons and more. We'll leave it at that. Oh. Well, we know what we thought. Mm-hmm. What did the internet say? Well, on IMDb, we have one review from Jimmy the underscore oh. the underscore jet four from October of 2018. He okay. says, Herman and Grandpa fight over a treasure chest. Yep. Recap, recap. A very funny episode as Herman and Grandpa become suspicious of each other after the treasure is found. The fast motion scene here is one where they are digging in the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> it is. It's true. Thanks, pal. Um, Herman traps Grandpa with a booby trap of a barrel falling on him. Funniest scene is when Herman goes... And opens the chest, yep. and Grandpa's head pops Woo! out. Exclamation yes. point. Three Great. out of three found this helpful. No score. I wish you put scores, but I've come to accept he's not going to do it. Um, yeah. I'm just glad there's something to review there. All right. We did it. We made it Give through. Me a chance. <laughs> Let's see, episode 14. <laughs> the Treasure of Mockingbird Heights. Wow. Um, was this a good episode? Not particular, but what in this episode made you go, hmm, I guess I'll come back for season two, episode 15. Um, that we learned that Lily and Marilyn didn't actually give away the <laughs> they just mm. they took the money for themselves. Oh, that'd be a good twist. Yeah, they're just hiding it like, yeah. in the attic or something. Mm-hmm. They gave it to Spot. Oh, oh yeah, Spot Spots, just ate it. Yeah, oh, he'd Spots. love that. Oh yeah, yeah he just sleeps on it. it every night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that dragon that they have digs up the yard all the time how they not dig up that treasure chest true and like dragons are like drawn to treasure you think it yes. finds it right away mm-hmm. they smell it from a mile away mm-hmm. that's what they say hmm. yeah interesting plot hole um i like i guess but i'm really curious about is like where is eddie gonna pop out from next because i mean he's running out of the bushes yeah. in this episode <laughs> he's literally just falling from the ceiling no, it's like, perch. He wasn't the ceiling. Come on, he's I mean, his perch. It's perch in the ceiling. <laughs> from my perspective, he just fell from the sky, popped down. That I was really cool. did. It ran off. I really did enjoy the fact that they, the three of them, looked up like there's a perch. Like they yeah. looked very like, huh? I like that that was the end of the scene, and it didn't. It, yeah, it didn't matter. It didn't anything. matter at no, all. Just yeah. like something like we need more time in the scene. Eddie, you're up, and he just like fell from this. They probably just <laughs> chucked him off the balcony and like, <laughs> yep. There's a contract amount of time he has to be on screen. Drop mm-hmm. him in. Yep. So hopefully he does that more. Maybe he'll like yeah. crawl out of the walls or like, yeah, his head will peep out of the couch and <laughs> stuff like that. That'd be fun. Oh, for me, I want to. Yeah, I just want to see what grandpa sticks his face through uh, <laughs> next week. <laughs> what does he emerge from oh. this week? Gold next week. You know, who knows? Lasagna, so, maybe or something. A what? 
lasagna perhaps lasagna. i think you said a blondie like <laughs> like, like marilyn <laughs> no or not whoa, like, a, whoa, like the brownie <laughs> like alien style just his head comes out that too he, he just bursts out of marilyn's stomach <laughs> <laughs> a little oh, tiny okay. grandpa goes running around <laughs> yeah. oh gross yeah hopefully that <laughs> happens that'd be great well we did it we made it through uh, in not record time, but we did it anyway. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Slow and easy is the musters. <laughs> Anything to plug? No. I uh, no, I got nothing right now. Okay. Then you know what we should do? We should end this episode the way we end every episode. Northwest <laughs> comes the legendary Bigfoot, who eight years ago saved a young child lost in the vast wilderness and raised that child until he grew up to be Wild Boy. <laughs> oh yeah, throwing Monster Hunters are Derek Glasscock, Keith Gola, and Terry Vicroy. Keith is the host of the Pop-Up Filmcast, and that was great, wasn't it? Both shows can be found wherever you subscribe to podcasts. For more about Keith's shows, you can follow Pop-Up Filmcast on Twitter at Pop-Up Filmcast. And that was great, wasn't it, at How Great Was That? You can also follow Keith on Twitter at KG3030. Terry is one of the hosts of Run the Reel. It's a movie podcast that does deep dives on films with a theme. You can follow Run the Reel on Twitter at Run the Reel. You can also follow Terry on Twitter at Terry underscore Vicroy. If you would like more musings from me, you can follow on Twitter at Derek the number nine and the word nine. Follow Monster Hunters on Twitter at Monster Hunters and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice for more Monster Hunter fun. Monster Hunters is mixed and edited by me, Derek. All original music is composed and mixed by Terry Vicroy, and executive producers are me and Keith Gullin. The Monster Hunters is a Crispy Dodo production.